Welcome to Future Forward Sales. I'm Lynn Whitbeck, founder and CEO of futureforwardsales.com and Petite to Queen. Our superpower is empowering business owners to transform their sales and grow their business. We work with business owners who reject complacency and focus on innovative thinking to thrive. At the end of the show, in about 20 minutes, I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing sales podcasts. Let's go. Right now we have Joe Barrett of Optio3 with us today. How are you, Joe? Thanks so much for joining us. I'm great, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you. So please tell us, what is Optio3? I mean, there's probably like I'm thinking about different things with that name, but go ahead and tell us first so our listeners know. Yeah. So Optio3 is a software as a service company. Mm-hmm. And what we do is we work with people in commercial real estate mm-hmm. to be able to get the building data out of all of these various heterogeneous systems mm-hmm and get it into a form that allows smart use of the data for digital twins, for energy savings as a service, and all kinds of other, quote, smart building applications. Okay. And so who is this information then offered to? Is it to like the realtors? Is it to anyone looking at the houses? Who does it go to? So it's um, all commercial real estate. So Mm -hmm. it's offices, universities, hospitals, schools, uh, things like that. And the data is useful for either the owner of the property Mm -hmm. or for the facilities management um, people in the buildings or for third-party companies, software companies that are selling services to the building owners and operators to help optimize the running of the buildings. But without the data, you can't really optimize anything. So we think of them as partners rather than direct customers. Got it. Okay. And so for any of our listeners who may are not familiar in that area, what is it, what is the difference then of if someone were to work with your company or not, as far as how you help them? Well, we have automated the process of getting all this data out of the equipment. Mm -hmm. And so people who do it today without us tend to end up doing it manually. Mm. And it'll take like three months per building, whereas we take about three days per building. And the accuracy of what we do is higher than the accuracy of doing it manually in most cases. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. cost is obviously a lot lower. Right. So saving money, time, and then of course, like you said, avoiding human error. (laughs) Yeah. Cheaper, faster, better. Okay. Perfect. How did you get into that? Sounds like something kind of specific. I haven't heard of anyone really in that industry. Well, um, the building automation industry has really been around for about 20 years. And it's dominated by a bunch of big companies like Siemens and uh, Johnson Controls and Honeywell and people who make, mm. you know, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems for buildings. And they're big, complicated systems, and somebody has to know how to run them. Mm-hmm. But what's happened that's new now is, you know, energy conservation's gone from a nice to have to like a, you know, a global imperative. Right. And so now being able to do smarter things with the building equipment requires different kinds of systems. Mm-hmm. And our company's background comes from having pulled data like this out of data centers to help data centers operate more efficiently. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we sort of looked at it and said, okay, we're done with the data center market. What can we do next? And um, started Optio3 to go after commercial real estate. 
Oh, wonderful. Like I said, kind of found that something was saturated, took it somewhere else and made something new. Right. And so what is a little bit of like your personal journey as far as working in this exact area and realm and everything? Mm -hmm. I'm new to it. I've spent 20 years working in internet startups. So um, from, you know, e-commerce to retail to analytics. And uh, I met the founders at our WeWork office uh, while I was working in my last startup and um, did a little bit of free consulting for them and really liked them and liked the product. And one of them was a CFO of one of my prior companies. So um, I had a very trusted party on the inside and, you know, it came to a time when I was looking for the next thing. And I thought, this is kind of cool. I'll learn something interesting. And they had a really great product. So it was easy for me to get excited about selling it because I completely understood Mm -hmm. why it was different and better and who would want it. Okay. And so from that experience, maybe for any of the listeners on right now, what would you say, what would your advice be for anyone who's kind of gets that offer, maybe an opportunity of something like very different from what they've done, or maybe they don't have direct experience. They don't know, is it going to be too out of my realm? If they get imposter syndrome, what's your advice for them? Well, I'd say the first thing, is make sure you like the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have made the mistake of working with people in the past where I wasn't sure if the team was a good fit. And, you know, I think I was slightly overconfident in thinking, well, I can make anything work. And you can't make some things work. And mm-hmm. if the people are wrong, forget about it. So, you know, if you get that right, then I think the other thing is, are you really ready to do the heavy lift to learn all about a new industry? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, operate without your Rolodex necessarily being worth anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that was the hardest part for me is I spent about nine months trying to mm-hmm. get beyond being minimally productive and, you know, build a little bit of connection in the industry, learn the technology, figure out all the business challenges people had. And, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I love doing that. So um, if you're, if you're, if that's what turns you on, I wouldn't be worried about it at all. And if you like staying closer to home where you got a lot of domain expertise and you know, people, you know, that's probably a better, better race to run. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then also sounds too, from your personal experience, taking maybe a few steps back, having to wait was worth than the 20 yeah. steps forward. Right. Situation. You know, and I've always been willing to bet on myself. So that's kind of Love a personal that. thing where I'm, you know, I don't care what the level is necessarily, or the industry is, if I think it's interesting and I can see how I can do something to mm-hmm. make a difference, you know, then I'm willing to take the risk. Yeah, I definitely relate to that. And I think it's huge when people have that kind of personality because you can do yeah. pretty much anything. At least that's what we tell ourselves until we fail <laughs> and then we're going to try again. Yeah, yeah. And so for your going back to your company, how has it been with sales and working with people as far as current circumstances go? You know, obviously I think people are prioritizing efficiency more, but maybe don't have mm-hmm. the funds. How has that been for your company specifically? Yeah, it's been an interesting challenge. So COVID, I would say in general, has been an accelerant Uh, of our business because things like measuring indoor air quality, Mm -hmm. you know, used to be, okay, is it warm enough? Is there too much CO2? Because if there is, that's why you end up falling asleep in conference rooms because it makes you sleepy. Mm. Um, You know, is this humidity too high or sort of stuff like that, you know, it's really boring and basic and it didn't take very fine controls to be able to make that work. But with COVID now it's all of a sudden, you know, it's a right, primary priority. business. Mm. And, uh, and so that has been helpful budget. Yeah. Um, dollars are tight, but it's, it's not a nice to have. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that has accelerated people's paying attention to it, mm-hmm. uh, and been helpful for us. 
And do you think that trend is going to kind of continue as we move yeah. forward the next months and years? Yeah, uh, for us, so many of the things that we monitor are things that consume energy or fuel. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, getting a better handle on that is now something that states and municipalities are starting to put new regulations in place, right? So now mm -hmm. all of a sudden it's a compliance issue rather than just an operations okay. issue. Mm -hmm. um, as more and more municipalities start thinking about whether or not they're going to demand moves towards carbon neutrality, all of a sudden having to buy carbon credits becomes a new cost of doing business for people who aren't efficient. And all of that's just going to help us. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like you've done a lot. You say you learned a lot. What is your favorite part then of working with this company? And what's your favorite aspect that you get to have your hands on? I think the fun of it is when uh, one of our customers or a partner finally gets the ability to see the data that they need to see to be able to do the things that they know they need to do, mm -hmm. but they're just either overwhelmed with data, which means it's not useful mm -hmm. or they don't have it and they know they want it, but it's too hard to get it. And, mm -hmm. you know, that just leads to a whole lot of nasty meetings where some manager says for crying out loud, we need to know this, you know, and you're like, I know we need to know this, but how the heck are we going to get the information? Right. Mm -hmm. And when you unlock that for people, it's a good business benefit, but it's also enjoyable when you see somebody light up and say, finally, we solved that problem. Mm -hmm. and, and that's you know, what was, yeah go ahead that's good for your soul yeah absolutely and that's what, actually one of my questions too how do you kind of educate those people when who are hesitant they don't know how do you kind of have that primary education like this is what it is we have the information right. just wait a second <laughs> right well the hardest part is boiling it all down because mm -hmm. technologically it's super complicated and you know if you get caught up in that you just it's like a bunny hole you never you're never going to get out of it mm -hmm. so keeping it really simple um, trying to connect the what I can hear is the is the either the desire or the problem mm -hmm. to a simple statement of what we do, and then let the the nerds you know geek out, but not overwhelm people with all the geeky stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I think is the critical thing. And so many people in highly technical industries, like you know the Internet of Things, which doesn't mean anything to anybody. <laughs> you're already sort of like, okay, I don't want to feel like an idiot, but I think I already feel like an idiot. Okay. You got to take that out of it and just, mm -hmm. you know, talk to them like they're your neighbor over the back fence. Right. And I think that's huge. Like you said, the communication, I think that sometimes happens where it can be more of a geeky, complicated concept right. and trying to sound so smart by saying all these things. But then it's like the other person's right. overwhelmed. Like now I just don't even want to do it because I'm already confused. Right. And lost. <laughs> right. right. And for anyone who's listening, where can they go for more information about Optio3? Especially, like I said, it's becoming a trend. It's becoming something people yep. need. So where should they go for that information? Well, go to our website, www.optio3.com. You can check out our page on LinkedIn. Um, those are probably two good places to go. The first best places to go. Perfect. Well, Joe Barrett, thank you so much for joining us and sharing all that. I definitely learned a lot. So I'm sure our listeners did as well. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to Future Forward Sales. If you are a business owner who rejects complacency and is driven to increase their sales and grow their business and would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit futureforwardsales.com forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor? Share this episode on social media, then go ahead and subscribe, give us a thumbs up, a rating, or a review. My name is Lynn Whitbeck, and I thank you again for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening.